You are listening to the GTT podcast from the Canadian Council of the Blind. So, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the CCB GTT presentation call. Today is Wednesday, January the 26th, 2022. Boy, time flies. So, we're going to be talking about Siri Shortcuts app. I have not done a lot with this app. So researching this was really interesting to me. Um, so if, if anyone else has more experience than I do, when we get around to the questions, it would be really interesting to hear what you're using, if you're using these series shortcuts and how you're using them. So the Shortcuts is an app. It's one of the native, what they call native Apple apps loaded automatically onto your iDevice. So it is one of the apps that everybody has when you get a device. Sometimes those apps are on the main screen of your device, but sometimes they can be in a folder, sometimes called extras. That's the main folder. They, they, it might be in there, but it is on any device unless you've removed it. And it, to open it, you can just ask Siri uh, to open it if you want to. I'll try not to say um, Siri too often in this presentation. I'll say S, you know, because we don't want all our devices going off unnecessarily. So, so you can ask Siri to open that app and it will open automatically. So before we get into the app, I just want to explore what's, what are under the settings for shortcuts. So there are some settings that are listed um, and in shortcuts. Sorry, my braille display is bouncing around. The first item there is iCloud Sync. You can have this turned on or turned off. And iCloud Sync means that this, all of the shortcuts that you create or that you add from within apps will now be listed on all your devices. So if you have an iPhone and an iPad, those will sync over. I usually, I have this on, and, uh, but you can turn it off if you only want those apps loaded on the individual device that you have. Your next setting is private sharing. So if you turn this on, you can share your shortcuts with others and they, could, they would be others within your contacts. So if you've created a shortcut and you wanna share it with someone else in your contacts, you can turn this on. I personally do not have this on and I don't know that I would necessarily recommend it. Not to say any of your friends would have corrupted apps, but I, I just wouldn't, I just wouldn't do it, I don't think. The next series of settings is advanced. And I have not played with any of these or turned them on. Allow running scripts. So I have this turned off. So that's if you were making scripts, if you were programming. Um, I would not turn this on unless you're very, very um, advanced in your knowledge. Allow sharing large amounts of data. Again, I have this turned off. And deleting without confirmation can be on or off. And allow deleting large amounts of data. 
So there's really very few things in the setting, just whether you want your iCloud sync on or whether you want to share it with others are the main two things within settings under shortcuts. But now let's open the shortcuts app. So as with all apps, there are usually what we call tabs along the bottom. And those are the things that stay on pretty much all of your screens. And we've seen them before on some of our other presentations uh, with other apps. And in this case, there are three tabs along the bottom of your screen. On the far left is my shortcuts. So this will be a list of any shortcuts that you have created. So not just created, but you can also, a lot of apps within them have shortcuts that you can enable. So you don't have to know how to program them. You just have to find them and turn them on. And there's also a shortcuts gallery, which we will talk about. But any shortcut that you've found or that you've created is going to show up under my shortcuts tab. So they will be there in a list. The middle tab on the bottom is called automation. So this is allowing shortcuts that happen at a certain location or time of day, etc. So automating something. So say you want to at 6am every morning, have it play a news podcast, and tell you the weather, and set an alarm for, you know, half an hour or something like that, you can make a shortcut that will do this thing. Or when I get home, do this, start a playlist. When I get home, set an alarm and start a playlist. Uh, when I get to work, you know, turn on, do not disturb or some, something like that. So that's what automation is. And that's a tab for automation. The third tab, which is the tab on the far right of the bottom is called gallery. And this is a list of already created shortcuts. And you can enable anyone that you want. And it's a good place to start adding them. So there's two good places I would recommend to start adding them. One is in this gallery tab. And the other places within apps, within your favorite apps, if you look in the app, sometimes under the settings, there could be a list of shortcuts that the app might have. And you can, you can enable those as well. There's another way of getting to the apps and seeing what they are, and I will get to that in a little, little while. But first of all, let's go into the gallery tab. So it's the bottom tab on the right-hand side and look at the categories that are included there. So if you double tap on gallery, at the top left-hand corner of your screen will be a search field. So this, this is similar with a lot of apps where you go in and at the very top left is the search field. So you could search for something if you would like to know if there's some kind of app that does something, you could put a word in to search for, search for it or a certain type of shortcut if you, if you think of some. So here are the categories that are listed in the gallery. So after the search field, if you swipe right, you're going to get into each category and each one is a button. So you could double tap on each one to see what is included in those one. So the first one at the top is fun and games with Siri. And there were a few games you could ask uh, S, S lady to play. Um, 
The second one is starter shortcuts. And these are sort of basic ones to get you, get you started. Shortcuts for accessibility is the next button. Create with Siri is the next one. Wonderful widget shortcuts. This is if you have any widgets on your screen. So just a reminder that what widgets are. Widgets came out um, a little while back in iOS. I think it was 14 that they came, maybe 15, but I think it was 14. And what they are is you can have them on your screen, on your home screen, and they will give you, say, weather information, batteries information, and, and these kind of things. So if you have widgets, this is where you would find shortcuts for them. Share sheet shortcuts, that's a tongue twister. <laughs> and remember our share sheet is what we use when say we open a file or open uh, a podcast or open a picture and you hear the word share. That's the share sheet opens up when you double tap that. So the share sheet shortcuts are you with the share sheet. The next one is shortcuts for Apple Music. So if you have Apple Music, there's a lot of shortcuts within this for your Apple Music. And then there's shortcuts for sharing. Then there's the next heading with the automation suggestions. And I, I mentioned automation a little bit, but it does list them, some of them under, under that under the gallery as well. So you can, now those are all of the categories that are listed in the gallery view. But now I'm going to open a few of these categories and tell you what kind of things are in them. And then we'll try adding something to our shortcuts. So for example, I'm going, if you double tap on accessibility shortcuts, so that's first one we can tap on. And we all know that you can turn on voiceover on or off by asking Siri to do so. So again, that's something we do know, but there's a lot of other accessibility shortcuts. And some of you may be using these as already, but I didn't know all of them. So voice control. So reminder that voice control is what allows you to connect your phone, um, use your phone with your voice. So voice control allows you to control your phone with your voice, uh, to double tap, to flick right and left. And it wasn't working well with voiceover, but I hear it's a little bit better now. I haven't tried it recently. Um, one of the ones that was interesting is time tracking. So you can ask it to help you keep track of time. There's switch control. So for people who use wheelchairs or don't have a lot of dexterity in their hands and, and fingers, they can actually um, use switches. And switches are things that you buy and you pair with your phone and you can do things with them. 
In case of an emergency, you can send a message and display text on your screen. So you could send a message, you could display something on your screen like, I'm totally blind, <laughs> you know, if you wanted that in an emergency so that people knew it, maybe you could, you could play with that. Share something with your care team. So if you had certain kinds of disabilities where you were under a lot of care with a, a certain, certain professionals, you could share something with them. Assistive touch, that can be on or off, and that's another one for helping with dexterity and, and issues. Closed captions, so you can ask, you can create a shortcut to tell it to turn on and off closed captions. And here are a few of the low vision ones, and I didn't know you could actually ask Siri or turn on the shortcut to increase your contrast or decrease it, reduce transparency, increase your text size, so make your text bigger, uh, put someone's photo on your home screen and get in contact with them easily. So that's another one you can ask, ask to do. You can, you can enable that shortcut. A help message, which can send a message and location to an emergency contact. So if you think there's a chance you're prone to, to falling a lot or something's going on that Maybe you create a message that if you say a certain thing, it will go out to your emergency contacts. There's a really interesting one, um, which says, uh, speak when meeting someone new. So it could give you helpful um, things that you could put on your screen for when you're meeting someone new. So if you have a certain disability where it's difficult for you to speak, or you want certain people to know something about you, um, then it can it can put that on your screen. So that's something you could ask Siri. Just I, I think you could create say someone new, and and it would it would put that on your screen. Um, you can share your contact details with someone easily. So you could set up a shortcut to just say share my contact or something, and then it would share it with the person um, the person you're with. A mood journal. <laughs> um, and it, it did say that you could print a QR code for quick access, like a QR code for your Wi-Fi passcode. So say, for example, someone found it really difficult to type that in and maybe they needed to use it quite frequently, they could create that. And you could uh, do that as well. A pain report, um, which will, you could create that to use certain phrases to say how much pain you're in or what's going on, a special day countdown. Um, a do not disturb timer to dismiss notifications and help you concentrate. So some people with certain disabilities, well, we all know, um, we all know that sometimes we get distracted by our notifications. So you could just say, you know, until I'm done this task, I don't wanna hear any notifications or the phone or anything like that. Um, what do I need? So kind of to choose phrases to identify quickly what you need. So say if it's someone who has certain disabilities where they get, you know, anxious, very anxious, and maybe there's something they need, or maybe they have seizures and there's something they need. Maybe there's a phrase they could say where then it would show on your screen, like, please, you know, don't move me or uh, just give me water or let me stay out of the way or whatever it is. Um, so there's a lot in there. 
And what you do, if you're interested in any one of these, you double tap on it, and then you have options as to the phrase that you say to the S woman, and, and then you can enable it. So I'm going to look at the starter list one because it's sort of one to get you started. And then I'll go a little more into detail about how to activate one. So the starter list is, um, I feel like I'm a restaurant server in a starter list. Um, so block off an hour. So that's one that starter list has block off an hour. So if our friend Nolan is studying for test and he wants Nothing to happen for an hour. It creates an event time and date of you choose and you, you block that hour off. Um, take a break. Uh, it can set an alarm and turns on do not disturb until your alarm goes off. So say you said, I need a break for half an hour. I don't want any interruptions. I'm going to take a break. Turn do not disturb and the alarm goes off. Then do not disturb comes off and you're, you're back in um, business again. Airdrop photos. So you can ask it to airdrop photos to someone. So just a reminder that airdropping means if someone is near you with another iDevice and you have airdrop turned on and they have it turned on, in the share sheet that I talked about before, one of the options is to airdrop something. And in this case, photos. So you could ask S to airdrop photo and then it's going to put you right in the share sheet and ask who you want to airdrop to. So that could be very handy. Um, new note with current date as title. So I tried this and it worked, worked beautifully. Um, so what it does is it puts you right into a note, new note and it calls today's date the title. So say you had to-do list for your certain days, puts you right in there and you're in the edit field and you can start dictating. I did start afterwards dictating more information into the new note. So that, that worked really, really well. Um, you can text last image. So if you took a picture and you want to text it um, to someone, you can do that. And running late. So if you are running late, you can either send a message to attendees of an event or an email. So if I was meeting with four of you and I was running late, um, I could just ask it to send running late email and then say who I'm sending to and it, it, it would send the email or the text. Email last image as well. And then there's a Shazam shortcut, which allows you to identify music, directions to an event. So if you have an event in your calendar, which I actually couldn't try very easily right now because obviously at the moment, all my events are at home. So I couldn't try it. But if you have an event in your calendar where you're going out, you can ask for directions to your next event. So you could get walking directions or driving directions to your next event, which sounds really quite cool. Um, play on HomePod handoff uh, for your, from your device, from your iPhone to your HomePod. And I know Elmer's on here and he's probably done that. And other people with um, HomePod might have done that as well. Morning briefing. So weather and travel time or whatever you want your morning briefing to say. And I know some of the other speakers do this as well. The G speaker and the A speaker, you know, they, they give you a little morning briefing of what, what you want. Uh, dinner time, so <laughs> could let your family know it's dinner time and start a playlist. <laughs> Keep me on task, so start a timer. 
do not disturb um, until what you're doing is finished. So I'm not sure if that's um, when you close the app or something like that, but but it, it does keep you on track. It tells you don't, don't look at anything else until you're finished this. Heading to work. So it could tell you your estimated time arrival at work. It could start a playlist and open your, get your calendar going. Um, heading home. So it will tell you maybe how long it takes you to get home. And say cheese apparently um, lets you take a picture just by saying say cheese. Uh, so that could be handy. Call into a meeting, call into next meeting on your calendar. So it, it could just call right in. Um, do not distil, disturb until I leave. So this is a handy one if you're staying in a meeting. And again, right now we're, <laughs> we're in meetings at home. But if you were in a meeting in a building and you said, I want to turn do not disturb on until I'm finished the meeting or my rehearsal or this and that, I don't want anything bothering me while I'm in this meeting. But once it knows that I'm outside of this meeting, then we can turn this off. So it, it does it until you leave your current location. Um, so where to next? I get directions to the next event on your calendar. So if you had a busy day of going, um, you know, going out and doing a lot of things, you could you could use this. You can ask Apple Music. This is uh, a few in Apple Music. You can ask Apple Music to play a playlist and to shuffle, to play an artist, play an album, repeat a song, play recently added music. Um, you can share um, location. You can ask for a sharing location. You can ask it to share reminders. You can ask it to send a clipboard text to your Dropbox or your cloud app. You can share, ask it to share a podcast. Um, and you can do some things with social media, like post a photo to Instagram or tweet a song, Instagram a song, open Twitter lists, search for a link, uh, search for a tweet, tweet photo. In the starter shortcuts as well, there's a shortcut that says, what is a shortcut? And you can get more information about that. So. When you double tap on one of these, so when you go through all of the menus and you decide this is one I want. So what I did was I tapped on new note with date, as I mentioned to you. So I double tap with one finger on new note with date. And if I say H A S new note with date, it runs it. Um, but in order to get it added into your list of things that S knows about you, there's a button to add that shortcut. So when you enter the screen, there's a shortcut name. So you can call it something you'll remember for what it does. So you can just say you want it to be called um, send picture to my wife or something. Um, and details is the next button. And below this is a button for actions. So if you tap it, you can go into your app library and pick an app to take actions with. So this is if you're creating a new one, not one that's already been created before. This is if you're adding a new one.
to your app list. So I'm going to pause there because I think that's quite a lot of information. And I'm just curious also to know what other people are using S for. Maybe there's a lot of things in here that I haven't thought of as well. Or maybe there's questions about it that I can answer or that others can answer because I must admit I use it, but I don't use it as much as some people do. Um, I tend to use Braille and other ways of inputting information and getting information. So I'm not always the best to tell you that, but I'm curious to know, and I'm happy to, if people wanna raise their hand with questions or comments or ways that they use S or are they using shortcuts themselves or just, a lot of this has gradually become built into uh, Siri, um, but there are some things that I think you, you need to enable in order to, to get them to work, especially within your apps. So a lot of the podcasting apps, um, I didn't look in the native one, but certainly Overcast has a bunch that are included in the settings. And Voice Dream Reader has a few that are incorporated in the settings. And, and some other apps definitely do. Um, so it would be something to play with and to add them yourself. You can definitely do that. As I said, you can, you can double tap add. There'll be a title for it and then there'll be actions. And when you go into actions, you'll see the library of all of your apps. So if you double tap on your app, you can see what actions you can do with it and you can then proceed. So if I added one that said play podcast, so I type in play podcast, I go into actions, I pick my podcast app of choice, I double tap on it, and presumably one of the options will be play podcast or play now playing podcast or something like that. And I double tap on that. And then I double tap on, you know, add it and it's done. And it will then show up in my shortcuts as opposed to in the other tabs on the bottom. And I have to admit that I'm not one to do much like this, but it's interesting to do it. For example, with Voice Dream Reader, how would you do that to invoke those? And voice stream, it may depend, like some apps have quite a few listed and some do not. So that's the other thing that sometimes um, you will find that some have a whole bunch, like some of the podcast ones, like play this playlist, play next playlist, play, um, you know, this other thing and other things, definitely they don't. So that's one thing to keep in mind too, that you might find things and then you might not find them. So I'm in my shortcuts app. And I'm going into my shortcuts. So I there's a there's an add, there's an add button. Uh, and wait, okay, so edit, add new Add new shortcut. Okay. 
Oh, and there's also add new folder. So you can have folders of shortcuts if you actually have so many shortcuts that you you need to keep them all all straight. Um, so I'm just going to so create shortcut. I double, double tapped on that. And so there's an edit icon button. So shortcut name. So if I double tap on shortcut name, say I say playbook. And then I, I swipe to the right. So I have playbook. Um, and there's action. And I am going to action library apps. I'm going to double tap on that. And then I'm going to look. Um, so you you end up looking you end up looking through until you find an app. That's one way of doing it. And it, when you find it, it will list them. Another way of doing it for voice stream, say, for example, when you mention that, if I go into voice stream reader itself, and I, so I go into voice stream reader, and I go into my settings for voice stream reader, which is at the bottom right hand corner of your main screen. And then I go to user met uh, I'm sorry I think it's in settings under voice stream and this is the tricky part that sometimes it's under one thing and sometimes it's under another so some of them are right within the app but I believe that voice stream didn't show it so I think that it is within settings so I went into settings I went and to voice stream itself so the voice stream app in settings and i'm just going through to find it sorry about this everybody um okay voice stream because i have too many apps all right uh voice stream so when i tap on settings in voice stream Allow voice stream to access. So it's saying Siri, Siri and search and sell your data. Ah. So I double tapped on Siri and search. And show app in search, show content in search, allow voice stream suggestions, show on home screen, suggest app and suggestions, allow suggestions. Use with Ask Siri. Oh, I have it off right now. So I'm going to turn that on. Apps you use with Siri, you know, so I turn that on and then I'll need to look a little more. Um, Mason, I'm going to look a little more, Leo, on how did you going to do that to you, but it, it, it shows the process though. Yeah, but it's it's different. The problem with it, and it's yeah. not. It's, I'm sorry to delay people if that was boring, but it does show that it's not quite uniform in how you do it because sometimes you have to turn on permission first, 
and sometimes it shows up. So say, for example, if some of you use Overcast app, which is a podcatcher, if I go into Overcast, right into the app itself, and I go into settings, Siri shortcuts is an actual button in settings. So when I double tap on Siri shortcuts in settings, it says, tells me what you can do. You can play, pause, previous podcast, next podcast, seek back, that means rewind, seek forward, previous chapter. So if there's a podcast that uses chapters, next chapter, normal speed, faster speed, smart speed on, smart speed off, voice boost on, voice boost off, star, unstar, stop at end of podcast, set sleep timer to, cancel sleep timer, and then it's playlist. So I, I have list, I have set up playlists and you can just ask it for, and you can ask it for a certain podcast. So they've put that right in the settings of the, of the Overcast app, which I think is very handy. And you would double tap on any one of those you want. Um, but so that's the thing that sometimes they're there and sometimes they're within the app library within the shortcuts app and sometimes they're within the settings itself where the app is so it's not uniform thank you for listening to the gtt podcast from the canadian council of the blind there are many ways to get in touch with us you can call us toll free at 1-877-304-0968 You can follow our GTT blog at gttprogram.blog. If you'd like to subscribe to our email support list, you can send a blank email to gttsupport plus sign subscribe at groups.io. And you can follow the Canadian Council of the Blind on the web at ccbnational.net.